Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Sorry I have left you with something not new to step to, but I'm back, honey, with Simone, my boo. What's up, baby? Hey, boo. Hey, hey. How are you? How have you been? We've been back to school. I don't know if you guys know this, but Simone is one of our educators out here in these streets, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I am teaching pre-K, so I'm getting them ready to go into the real world um but I do work with like a specific group of kids so I am in the tip program at school so that's the program with children who have open cases or who are in foster care or just dealing with a lot of mental issues and stuff like that like neglect that's amazing Mm, thank you but they're tip our teachers we need to start making that a thing Literally, we do. We drop your kids do. off and leave a hundred dollar bill real quick when you drop. Literally, let off. me let let me leave my Venmo. <laughs> Girl, I'll put it in the bio description. You never know. The the bio. Yeah, we won't say it. We're not that thirsty, but we will put it in the bio description. <laughs> All right. But um, I mean, other than that, the school year is great. My kids, they are hilarious. I'm sure they are crazy but they're so funny and like I said they come from bad backgrounds but that usually builds a lot of character for a person hence a sense of humor (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great yeah so like (laughs) there was one time I'm just gonna give like one story but this is really funny so one time I told one of the little girls I was like hey stop rocking your chair you're gonna hit your head and so she kept rocking, hit her head, whatever. And I like how I say that so casually. Like she was okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, and then one of the little boys was like, you scared the fuck out of me. Oh, my God. You just were like, uh-huh. we're like, you know what, kid? Yes, accurate. But like, please don't use that language. Like, yeah, that's just not um, school appropriate jargon and we all turned around and we busted out laughing <laughs> that's why i'm not a teacher because i would have been like you're damn right right i know <laughs> i was about to say that but i was like no i cannot encourage this behavior but i'm like thank you <laughs> that's why we have you in the school system and not me no but other than that you know i couldn't be any more blessed i walk out of that building like not like you know when you have a job and you walk out of the, out of the building and you're like I want to set this on fire mm-hmm. like fuck this place I don't feel like that after I leave work every day I'm like okay time to oh go my home God. do you do you perchance find meaning and purpose in your job you know what I think so that is honestly that's something that's unheard of in our culture and I think that more people need to do it and that's why y'all need to tip you damn teachers. You damn teachers. Because we are trying our best out here to make civil human beings. And if you and don't, they're citizens have to start of the world. Themselves. Yes. 
Y'all got to start teaching y'all kids y'all damn selves. And we all know y'all are some stupid ass people. So <laughs> listen, like and by y'all, I mean me. Like I if I taught a child anything right now, it would be like how to rock a lovely like Ludovic de Saint Sardin outfit. But like people think that it's just academic, but it's like, no, it's socially, like mm-hmm. it's social cues, like not like sitting still, walking in a line, like just things you don't think about right. that you do on a daily basis. So it's like the first five years of your life, you learn basically everything you need to know to be a human being. And it makes a lot of sense as to why so many people um, are insane adults because I'm sure exactly. they are neglected as children. Um, and that's why they need to be in programs like the ones that I teach, but here we are. <laughs> we will create the Simone School. Um, and the first person who we're going to enroll as a student, someone who needs to learn some etiquette, Someone who needs to learn that before you get on the flight, you hit up the bathroom because according to MSN, a Delta Airlines flight, literally this last week on Friday, yes, I turn around in the middle of the way um, and land over Central. They they were so okay. I'll just read the article to you. So a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona on Friday night was forced to turn around after a passenger had diarrhea, which made me think, well, what? But the Airbus A350 had set out on time on the evening of September 1st with 336 passengers on board, but was first to turn around over Central Virginia because of a biohazard, you guys. They didn't make it? I saw video footage of this, of the aftermath, and it was absolutely, like... Was it trifling? I think the person probably was at the airport having a cocktail. Yeah. They're going to Barcelona. I'm assuming it's a long flight. If they were crossing over Virginia at this point, it's like, where were they coming from? It's probably a long flight. They probably took that Ambien or took that whatever it was. You know, you know. If you like like, (laughs) smoke or something, like, do you get that? feeling like after you like smoke a little bit and then you're like oh I have to like go (laughs) but like I but you know what yes that's absolutely true and I have usually already done that before I got to the airport so it's like yeah same yes you know what I mean (laughs) so they say that their teams had to work as quickly and safely as possible to get their customers to the final destination they had to apologize to everyone because they had to deplane And clean out the whole plane. Air Canada had to actually issue an apology. They had been covered in bonnet. It's Air Canada. Yeah. Wait, (laughs) what do I not know about Air Canada? Are they bad? I don't know. I've never flown Air Canada. I want to assume it's like like an American. American. (laughs) You know? Like the happy medium. Yeah. Oh, the videos that I, the, the images that I saw, it was like bloody. It was bloody stool. Oh my god! Yeah, biohazard. And and you guys, Gross. I will put, I will share. I think I may have already shared it in my stories, but I will share mm-hmm. the Daily Mail because you know the Daily Mail is so damn shady. <laughs> the Daily Mail. I don't know who writes these articles. I don't know who hires people. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find out who who is the HR over. Yes, the who's Daily Mail. the HR <laughs> and who approves the audacity for them to be writing stuff. <laughs> Right, I'm like, is that news? Because the the titles are usually like 
right on the nose. Because I remember in college, I would get on Snapchat and I would follow the Daily Mail all the time. And I would read it every day. And I was like, who's coming up with these headlines? That's so funny because when I was in college, it was like Perez Hilton and TMZ were at the height See, I used to like sneak that stuff. Like I would get online, like when my parents weren't home and I would just be like, mm. <laughs> and that's how, that's originally how I got into pop culture. And because of my sisters, cause they always had like people magazine, 17, you name it. They had it. Yeah. Um, Perez Hilton is very toxic. Um, like fully used to just post people's nudes and um, out people after what he did to Lauren Conrad I was cool <laughs> yeah I was like I, I'm gonna unsubscribe but um, yes. I just want to take a moment of silence for everyone who had to be on this plane first of all when I'm on a flight like an international long haul not like Pavit but I can understand how like it can feel like, you know, a little luxurious moment, you know, get in the lay flat bed. And then they wake me up in the middle of my Ambien. So now we both <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so you're waking up hazy and then you wait, look over. Somebody's just walking along shitting themselves. The entire aisle was stained. So I can assure you that there was body contact. There was protein spray. I hope whoever's been getting that crazy up, got a raise the huh? apparently they didn't clean it up because then there was complaints so complaints of what oh wait actually no that's not that's not that's not true you guys i'm lying i don't know if they didn't clean that up but apparently air canada is not known for cleaning up shit because in the same article from msn they say it's not the first flight this summer to have the passenger experience disrupted by bodily fluids um this week, Air Canada issued an apology to two passengers who were told to sit in inadequately clean seats that had been covered in vomit on a previous flight. Um, so you get on a plane. I throw my purse down into my seat to put things into the overhead bin, and then it has been sullied with spew. That's trifling. See, this is why I'm like Naomi Campbell. When I get on a plane, I wipe everything down. Oh. I'm like that psycho girl no you're not psycho and if anybody tells you that they are you know they nasty as hell because i know say, nasty as fuck people are gross are disgusting you guys and then guess what i heard today wait, i was wait, scrolling wait, on wait. facebook tell me why there was the side you know when you go into public restrooms and you open the thing and then there's the rolls yeah of toilet paper tell me why people are using the toilet paper sticking it in the middle of the they're sticking needles in the middle of the toilet paper wiping them off like heroin needles yeah oh yeah no, you guys well, i know here's my thing listen the heroin is a is a mean cruel dirty low down nasty situation yes. Can you just pull the t the toilet paper out first and then, like, you wiping your ass? Why can't you wipe it like you wiping your ass? Exactly. Like, pull it out normally. But no, they're sticking it in the middle of the, the roll and, like, pulling it out. Like, spinning it and then, like. Oh, that's, that. I, let me tell y'all something. Trifling. My spidey senses tells me that that has something else to do and not to do with heroin. Mm. Do you feel me? Mm-hmm. They're trying to do Gross. some shit with the blood. This is why I carry wet ones, 
Lysol to go wipes mm-hmm. with me every time I travel because I'll tell you what. What? I went to Berlin for one of my birthdays and I stayed up all night partying with my man and then went straight to the airport and I was on this flight duh, 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 and I came home and my face, it looked like I had been scratched all over my face or like little, like it was like disgusting. And I was like, oh, the, this plane was filled with, with trash. Like Ew. it's the plane. It has to be the plane. I was like, and I, every time I'm taking these flights, I'm like, oh my God, is that a cold sore? Like, you know what is I that mean? A cold sore? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like freaking out. <laughs> like, I know. See, and I'm like a broke 20 year old and I'm like flying frontier and I'm just like in a hazmat suit. Basically. Listen, listen, I never stopped wearing masks on public transportation ever since COVID. I learned this. I learned this when I stayed in New York City with um, my friends Robert and Jess. Shout out to them, Real Housemates of New York. Um, I stayed with Robert and we got on the subway and they were like, hey, we need a mask, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hmm. And it was my first time on the subway. But um, (laughs) it was fun. I was like. It's just, there's too many different people you just can't be sure. And for me, yeah, it, it doesn't bother me. You come across me. so many different people. It's, you know. You just can't be sure. And you're drinking, your immune system is low, whatever. So I hope that everyone on this plane was wearing a mask because if you don't get COVID, you you might get something else from that fecal You spray. might get something airborne. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I wish was on that motherfucking plane? Erica Mena ass. I don't know if you guys watch Love and Hip Hop, but if you don't watch it, I'm sure you have seen in the mess. I don't even watch it, but I know what's happening. <laughs> So, and listen, let's just preface this this conversation by saying, if you come after me in a war of words, I am not going to be in any way, shape, or form sensitive to your feelings. In fact, I intend to take your feelings and I intend to pile drive them into mm-hmm. the middle of a, a fucking smithereens. That's what I intend to do. As you I, should. Right, yeah. I intend to break you down. So, I don't know if you guys watch Love & Hip Hop, but it is a show now on MTV. I have known it for years and years to be on VH1. They have several iterations. There's New York, which was the first. Then Atlanta was a spinoff, and Miami was a spinoff. Pause. It's on MTV now? Oh, yeah, honey. How does that work? Well, um... I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but this is what I think. <laughs> so maybe uh-huh. I should say allegedly before it becomes a rumor. Yeah. Um, didn't Tyler Perry recently buy VH1 and BET? He didn't. He was, he was, but his offer kept getting rejected. So he just stopped. Oh, I wonder why. Did he not have the funds? Oh, no. They just kept like raising the price. And he was just like, okay, now yeah. I think y'all are just trying to. See, I thought it had something to do with like VH1 trying to like elevate their because they're going to have new ownership and they want to kind of like elevate the brand. I thought they were already elevated when RuPaul's Drag Race was out there. I was like, but oh. now you know RuPaul's Drag Race has also led VH1 onto MTV. Now, so I don't know what's going on there. Maybe we should find that out and we can talk about it on Early. House Fives um, podcast. Yes, because you guys also, by the way, after you're done listening to this podcast, go over to Bravo's House Fives because. Please. we're doing a part two we so. are going to continue our love affair <laughs> so anyway love and hip-hop is a show that i love because it is 
it's actually really good reality TV. It's a mostly black cast. They have some, um, seldomly, they have others. Like, la- they'll, they will allow la- Latina people, Latinx, Latinx to yeah. join. But this is when it bit them in the butt. <laughs> well, because what happens is, and I learned this when I was living in Washington Heights in a predominantly Dominican neighborhood, there's this thing where these city people feel like they're black I guess or they feel like this ownership because they're nigga this and nigga that and oh my nigga and I'm like wait a second no black they think they're black adjacent but I'm like "Hmm." and I get it listen you get treated like shit by white people in New York yeah and you get treated by like shit by lighter of your own people where you come from but if you are Erica Mena who is a white Latina literally let's just be very clear as a white woman right like Like, she's afro-latina she is not she's like a dr nicole everybody if you need some preference (laughs) with no class so erica mena has been on this show since the very beginning she was introduced to us by richie dallas who is a music producer who actually is afro-latina his mother is black we have seen her on the telly okay because I'm gonna be like, well, Richie was saying the N-word, did it? I'm like, Richie, it's, it's I know it's nuanced, but why is there this big goal to just spew out the N-word now? I know. <laughs> I don't Why do you need it. to say it so bad? It's not a fun, I mean, yeah, we it's not like have our it? slang. Can we, can we not have it? And the only reason we use it is to redeem it so yeah. that we don't want to fucking like cry every day. Every time we hear it, like exactly, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not there for you to now co-op and be like, oh yeah, that's my yeah, nigga. No, it's not. <laughs> so Erica's, no, my nigga. Yeah, Erica's <laughs> been on since day dot. Right, she was in New York. She made like a huge splash. I mean, I used to love her because she was so toxic and she was always trying to fight a dude. And like, Ooh. then she dated a woman a for three years. Remember? She, oh, you don't remember that? She dated um, Sin Santana for like three and a half years. Really? They were engaged, and that was the person before Safari. So then she met she met Safari and got married to Safari. And her big heartbreak before him was Sin. I don't know. If she was with a woman. Oh, she's wow. very bisexual. She's very bisexual. Very out and loud. But lately, she's just been so out and loud about her, her baby daddy this and her baby daddy that. Her ex husband this. He don't pay. Blah blah blah. So basically. <laughs> Spice, a Caribbean gal who is friends with Safari because they are both Jamaican. They have a meetup and Safari is showing her all the receipts of when he has actually paid his child support, which to be fair is only in the last year. So like, come on, their kids are like four years old, three years old, like whatever. But Spice kind of comes to Erica and is like, listen, and for me, this is annoying because it's like, I don't care if you have been doing it on your own for 15 years and you don't need a dollar from your baby daddy and you don't need yeah. that that's not me no like you're it's not anyway. right like me? you're not going to marry me and then knock me up with two kids and then walk out the door hell no yeah, you're no, going to pay not how it works <laughs> no so they meet up and they had already had like a sort of sourpuss meeting because erica and shakina shakina joe <laughs> was talking about safari at um spices key to the city she got the key to miami or something key to the key to the region and so she brings them together to kind of have like a peaceful kumbaya and 
now Erica is annoying, but Spice starts talking about Erica's kid, her son, who's old, who's an adult who doesn't fuck with her really. Okay. Doesn't come on the show, doesn't publicly, you know, because she's been embarrassing. He had a really tumultuous upbringing. I mean, he was like 10 years old, nine years old, 10 years old when she was on Love and Hip Hop at the beginning. And she was a clown. Yeah, she was a lot. A lot. So she says something about Erica's kid. She's like, you know, I've been, you act like you're the only, you know, single mom out there. You act like you're the only person. And, you know, is it because your kid doesn't like you? He won't even talk to you. Yes. And so Erica flips the table and starts cussing as her out, should. cussing her out as she should. And listen, she says some awful things, including uh, you should have died. Because we all know that Spice just went through a very, very scary health episode where she nearly died. Okay. And then she's like, you monkey. You, yeah, uh, you no, she called her like a blue monkey. Blue <laughs> monkey. And then she starts, um, she starts making like monkey sounds. Now y'all. If y'all follow me at What Is This Honey podcast on Instagram, you know that I be posting about love and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Baby, when this moment happened, I screamed at the top of my lungs. I was like, damn, Erica. And then if you guys don't also remember, last okay. week, Erica got arrested. Did you hear about <gasps> this? So Erica Amena was out with Bambi, Zell okay. Swag, both who are members of the cast of Love and Hip Hop, and yes. Saucy Santana, who is dating Zell Swag. Yes. They're out, and all I had seen was this video. They were, make, they were making fun of Santana because there was a video of Santana pushing a security guard out the way, grabbing his Chanel bag, and leaving while all the girls was fighting. <laughs> And I just thought to myself, it's me. Stupid. Like, bitch, I'm rich. You're not about to fucking get me sued and fucking- Right? Let me get my bag and go. So Zell came out, I mean, not Zell, Santana came out like the next day and was like, I know y'all was talking shit about me, bitch, but I don't know about y'all. I don't play about my name. And I went and got my man out of jail. And then I brought my ass home and Zell not allowed to have no friends no more. So apparently Erica was wasted, like- Oh, wow. So insanely drunk. And okay. security was trying to be like, you need to stop. And so she wouldn't have it. And they tried to they tried to physically remove her from the club. And she starts fighting. She bit the police officer. She telling the cops that she's pregnant when she got arrested. This girl. Okay, Jocelyn. <laughs> J2. She might have to go over to Jocelyn's cabaret if she got fired. Because she got fired off of um, Love and Hip Hop. So. I know. I just thought, wow, this is just a lot. And it made sense that she knew that this episode was about to come out. So she's like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to let some steam off. Mm-hmm. And she let a little bit of a little bit too much steam. Now, do you think Erica is just going to get suspended and come back? Because here's my thing. If all if they just let her, because they was letting her, since Santana, mm-hmm. uh, all of these Latin people, nigga this, nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, mm-hmm. on their show. And they would just bleep it out. And honestly, no one else in the cast seemed to seem to mind. Mind it. So I mean, I guess why the hell not? So mm-hmm. now she calls somebody a monkey and starts but doing that's the where we draw the line. <laughs> right. And also we didn't draw the line when you filmed it. We draw the line when it aired. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think they're just trying to cover their asses because if that's the case, then we need to fire like a whole slew of people from Love and Hip Hop then. Mariah Lynn, the boss, while she yes. be Puerto Rican and while all of her siblings have black dads and she does not, she is a white Latina. She is all up in the nigga this, nigga that. Nigga that, nigga this, nigga that. Like, it's just... But y'all wanted to cuss J-Lo out when she was in the video back in the day. <laughs> y'all wanted to cuss J-Lo out. But I just don't I just don't get it. I don't think anybody, period, should be nigga this, nigga that, my nigga, my nigga. But if I need to do it to make a point, I can fucking do that because I'm Black. Same. Like, I just, I say that just to get my point across or if I'm just like, nigga. Right. Guess what? <laughs> I had a day. Like, so, I mean, I just, and it's like with people who are in the LGBTQ community, y'all want to say fag and dyke and all of this. I don't talk like that. That's just, I think, you know, there is a dictionary, a thesaurus filled with terms. Use one. That we could use. <laughs> I just don't understand your friend, your homeboy, your pal, your partner, your old gay. Like, I, there's just so many. Your lover. You're right. So, anyway. The whole situation, I haven't seen the episode after that, so I don't know mm -hmm. what the fallout is, but um, okay. I don't know. Like, what do you listeners think? How do y'all feel? Because I feel like this I feel like I need a hot back on the love and hip hop train, girl. Duh, I feel like I should. Oh, I don't know God. because I'm a love after lockup, like, I can either have love and hip hop or love after lockup, and I love love after lockup. Have you watched? So I can't. Well, I like to watch things that at least have the veneer of wealth. And the thing about Atlanta is that it's cheap. Mm -hmm. So these people can take their little love and hip hop, half a million dollars a year salary, yeah. and ball It'll out. Stretch. Seriously, they all got big ass stretch. houses. They all got big ass. You know. Yeah. So I Listen. like to see that. And they have the little businesses. They have the little side businesses. So. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I think I'll. I think I'll hop back. I got it. They don't fight as much as they used to. Um, they used to. Because I remember they used to. Honey. Swing on that show. Rennie Rucci did just haul off and, and punch Erica Banks in the face, but they blacked it out. They didn't show it. The last oh, bitch... so you want to know why I jumped when you said shitty baby daddies? Oh my God, say it. Did you? Christian had a baby. How did I know you was going to bring up Blueface? <laughs> How did I know? Baby. I feel gave so birth on an Instagram live, y'all. On Instagram live. But we watched Kourtney Kardashian literally pull out Mason from her vagina. So I feel like... And, and when that happened, I said, this girl just pulled a baby out of her coochie <laughs> on... They were like, there he yeah, is. Do you want to pull him out? <laughs> And then she did it again and again and again. I was yeah, she like, did that with Penelope too. I forgot about that. Oh my God. I don't understand. Why do y'all... First of all, there is a case going on right now about a young person who's just coming to their adulthood and they have sued their parents because their parents have put their entire life on YouTube, literally like a daily blog since before they were born without their consent. Oh, you know right what? Now. I mean, unless they felt like they were exploited as a child i totally understand why they would do that all i know is this if there was video evidence 
of my shiny ass forehead where my mother would take holy anointed oil and put a cross over my forehead and send me to school looking shiny and oily, I would be furious. <laughs> listen, listen, if they saw me Sunday morning getting ready for church and you know how black moms are Girl. on Sunday mornings, they're mean as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ready to go ask for forgiveness. Your scalp is bleeding. You have pulled your hair into bleeding into bleeding plaits. (laughs) They are so mean because they got to get everybody up, and then all of a sudden they got to get themselves up, and then they are just evil. Like it's like, and you know what? I totally understand it now because it's like if you go to church and your kids look a mess, it's your fault. Yeah, literally. Like you couldn't (laughs) at least get them dressed for church. I understand school, but right. church. You couldn't get it right for Jesus. Get <laughs> <laughs> it right for Jesus. Not even for Jesus. Not Wait, for that has to be the name of this. You couldn't get it right for Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> but back to Christian. Fuck Blueface. I mean, he was already shitty to begin with, but this motherfucker was out partying with some light skinned bitch. I know she's a rapper. I forget her name because I'm not like that hip. To... Wait, his baby mama, Jaden, that girl yes. who looks like who looks like Stevie. Yes. Um, that's his baby mama. <laughs> but he was mm. out partying, and he posted pictures. And I'm just like, you are a piece of shit. If I haven't seen it, I th- I feel like I've seen it all with him. And I watched their show on um, Zeus. I am a Zeus girly, I know. Oh, my Lord. I am. I know I'm dark. <laughs> oh, my God. So you are a Zeus girly. I am. I am. My boyfriend and I watched it all the fucking time. It's like appointment TV. Like, so you have- understand the whole, like, dynamic between right now Jaden Alexis like him like Blueface pulling this like get back shit like it's so petty yeah that's why I'm like he's a piece of shit he literally needs to go into a mental institute and get diagnosed for narcissism or like something psychotic because he's nuts absolutely his mom just came out and said some bullshit about him and krishan being cousins or cousins and i was like girl bye (laughs) like what is happening out here in the world cousins also like bruh y'all doing too much for this clout because i know y'all not getting paid to, to do all this dumb shit listen they have a show on zeus honey okay i guess that is true they're I want to see the contract. But There's it was be so sad because there was a scene when Krishan was basically like having a mental breakdown and she just found out she was pregnant and she was in a hot tub just in her clothes crying. And it's like, I know people would laugh about it and stuff because it's Krishan, right? But it's like, this bitch is pregnant with a dude who's a piece of shit and she's famous and she doesn't really know what to do with it at that point so she's just wigging out and she's yeah. just like oh, is that like like the classic just like meltdown and she was in a hot tub with all her clothes and her mom and her sister were trying to help her up it was crazy and i was like she needs to get out i don't know what she needs to do but it's too late I know it's too late because she she here's the thing about her about people like Krishan. Krishan was yeah. talented. She was she, so beautiful, so beautiful. All that's going for her, 
But when you don't have that foundation at home, when you don't have that unconditional love or that source of um, refuge and safety. Yeah. You're going to go find it somewhere else. Right. And when you meet a motherfucker like Blueface, exploitative ass, corny ass, raggedy ass Blueface, then, you know, you're going to just be in a, a bad place. And and I just feel, I feel for Krishan. Krishan Rock, God bless her. And if she is actually cousins with that boy, I don't even know. Like, I don't even... I, because here's the thing, are they cousins like Courtney, you know, <laughs> and Ralph, which is like a whole other situation, like, oh my God, they're, they're not, they're not real, they're absolutely not real, so I just feel like, you know, I don't know, listeners, what do you listeners think, because I think it's important for us to engage for us to, um, as it were, not is it convol not convalesce? <laughs> is it convalesce? What is the word that I'm trying to to think of on tonight? I don't know. But I, I wish all the best for Krishan and um, and not really for Blueface and and this Jane Alexis character. Um, I don't really think she looks that much like Stewie, not Stevie. I said Stevie earlier. Um, not that she looks that much like Stewie, but she looks like a little bit, teeny, tiny, tiny bit like Stewie. And so I think like, cause I just went to like Dominican Republic or, or something of the sort. And he just like, bought her a car um and then the next thing i see krishan is giving birth with really nice braids um he does look pretty it's just heartbreaking to see and i think that's why i have sympathy for her because i know that she's so broken and it's so broken and she has no skills now like what is she gonna do that's the thing it's like now you're you're like your resume is what? Everyone knows who I am from the shade room. Mm-hmm. So you can I don't do know, man. And that's it. I would love to sit her down with like Barbara Walters so we can get down to it. It'll Let's be like a Whitney Houston Barbara. moment. Well, you know, Whitney, Whitney Houston, as an adult looking back at that interview, Whitney Houston was reading Barbara Walters. Oh, she did. <laughs> she did. She did. She really did. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Are you doing? Why are you so thin? Why are you so thin? Yeah, why are you so thin? Speaking of people who are probably feeling so thin right now, girl, this is going to be my last topic. I'm just actually surprised that Summerhouse star Lindsay Hubbard and Carl Radke have announced their broken off engagement. You know what? I'm honestly. I'm not surprised. Lindsay sucks. I don't care what anybody fucking says about Lindsay. I don't care. 
she sucks as a human being. I would never want to marry her. With that being no. said. I don't even want to be friends with her. Like, she's just. I know a lot of couples, though, like that, who are like, not, they should not get married. And I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah. And, and I see that. And then they do it, whether, that's like a lot of New York City couples, it's like, oh, we come from similar backgrounds and like family, money, whatever. Like, we'll just get married. Yeah. Um, so I was surprised more so because she just had her bridal shower and like. Yeah, she did. It's weird. And Danielle hasn't said anything. The only person who has said anything was Paige. And Paige was right. I mean, I always knew they were fake. I I, I clocked it from the jump. I'm like, y'all don't really fuck with each other like that. I think it's just a comfort thing. And you guys are getting complacent. And you're just like, okay, well, let's just do it. Oh, my God. So Carl told Lindsay he couldn't move forward with the wedding okay. a source told entertainment tonight oh my god <gasps> and he did Plot it on twist. camera what if he relapsed why well, I, I have seen a blind item that he has been he has been he was california sober okay and then he started this is all alleged but i did see a blind item that he um was hitting the slopes and Lindsay was keeping it a secret. And um, because she told someone about it or like confided in someone about it during mm-hmm. the summer. Now, I don't know if that's on camera, her confiding in someone about him hitting the slopes or not. But if it was, I can imagine why he, I mean, it's like also maybe you should not be on the show if you are. Using, Yeah. I mean, it's your first year, of course. Like, I mean, first couple of years of sobriety. Like, I don't know. So there's also so many blind items, so many random stories. So many. Like, it, this this could go either way. He either got fed up with Lindsay's shit or he um, relapsed or they were both like, oh, shit, I think we both suck and we shouldn't be together. Because <laughs> another blind item... Yeah. Says that they, because the families have been um, together so much recently because of all of the events leading up to your wedding, mm-hmm. they've been noticing the dynamic of their relationship. And Carl's parents allegedly were like, You can't marry her. Like, you're, you're going to be arguing for the rest of your life. Like, you can't marry her. Yeah. And, and it's uh, true. She's so like, ah. I just don't understand. I used to work events. Like I used to be um, particularly day of bridal attendant, AKA the bridal whisperer, because most brides are extremely anxious the day of their wedding, not necessarily because they're getting married, unlike most grooms, but because there's so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. And there's so much to check off a list while you're also getting your hair and your makeup done and making sure like, there's just so much responsibility Mm -hmm. typically. Um, and so I can imagine that there's probably a lot of stress leading up. They're supposed to be getting married in November, which so they're in their last like 60 days before the wedding. Literally the last leg, yeah. It's a destination wedding. I, I understand all of those things. Um, yeah. I just don't understand why people do it. If it's going to be, if it's going to stress, some people love it. If it's going to stress you out, don't have a traditional wedding. I'm not having a traditional wedding because of that. I don't want to argue with, I don't want my wedding 
year before my wedding and the year after my wedding. Yeah. Being me and and my fiance arguing about who's sitting where. Exactly. And like, you sat me at that table. You sat me too far away. I thought we were closer than that. I thought blah, 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 blah. Right. Like all those people aren't even invited. Y'all could all, y'all could argue in the comments when y'all see the pictures. Are you having like a small, like intimate thing? Like just, oh, it's so intimate. Really? There are friends. So, oh God. And this is really like, this is drama because I don't even know who listens to my podcast, but, um, (laughs) It's only 40 people, including family. Wow. So you know what? I yeah. feel like that's enough. That's enough. Also, I'm glad I did it this way because we haven't had any drama from any of the people who are coming. There hasn't been a single like, oh my God, it's so far away. It's so this, it's so that. It's either like we're not coming or we're coming. Period. And I've I haven't had to, you know, like rally behind people and get their food orders or any like I have everything I need so um I know so many people who are like we should have eloped or like we should have gotten married yeah like, a lot of people party say that house. so um maybe they should have eloped <laughs> you know what maybe they should have and then there's girls like me who like literally have a Pinterest board since they were like 14 but <laughs> which is fine but like that will make you happy it does like oh I'll send you pictures of like my dream dress like I want to wear something on my head I don't want to be a tiara I don't want to wear a tiara because I don't want to be like mm-hmm. be cupcake princess you know so I found a sparkly headband so mm-hmm. I was like I can see you also with like one very rare flower yeah like and like a real flower made into like a like a hairpin Oh, that'd be cute. I have an eye for these things. Love that, babe. We're water signs, of course. We're creative people. I mean, I just feel like the stress that I have now having a 40-person, like, sit-down dinner is Mm -hmm. enough. That's, like, I can't imagine people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm having 300 guests at the, like, Hilton at Cabo. At the plaza. Like, like what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the plaza. I'm just that was like I used to think I wanted that and then when I started working weddings and I started seeing how many people are so miserable the day of their wedding I mean anxious to tears or people who just shouldn't get married like once we married a couple and the groom like when they did the first look she like turned around and he was like yeah looks good and of course, then he and his best man were like wrestling and making out at the reception. And no. like, sorry, girl, if you're listening to this, I didn't say your name. I know you follow me on Instagram, but like. I would literally smack somebody. I mean, I'll be, I would be like, okay, well, I, I guess I'm getting this marriage annulled tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> what? Like, like, you can literally fuck off. And I'm like a sexually free person, but like on our wedding day, night, you're not making out with somebody at my wedding. No. 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 Like no, 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 no. Those lips belong to me. To me. To me, my body. <laughs> Moi. Anyway, um, I I really do wish Lindsay and Carl <sighs> all the best. You mean? I do you know even on their separate ways I I I would wish them 
the best. I think they because... should be taken off of Summer House. Well, after this, for sure, because I don't want to see them next summer being forced to live in a house. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be excited about Vanderpump. Like, I don't want to see Ariana avoiding Tom. I know, like, it's weird. <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't want to see that. So we'll just have to see what happens. And like, there's just been so many things that have happened in the world. Um, oh, I lied. This is not going to be my last thing. I wanted to just ask you before we go, what you think of Salt Lake City so far? It's good. It's really good. I went in with low expectations because I was sitting there. I was like, oh, I miss Jen. <laughs> the chaotic, the chaoticness. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you go back somewhere familiar and you're just like, oh, blah, blah, it's not here. Yeah. And I you're do. just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that's how I feel. <laughs> crazy trains down here. Uh huh. But you know what? I think it's good these bitches got um facelifts everybody got a refresh yeah they did they look great monica is a great addition oh my gosh she's so great like she's she's like i was summoned into court blah 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 and i was like she's about to sing like a damn canary and i can't wait and meredith is not doing her disengaging bit anymore she is triggered she is ready she she is erin litchie she is angry about everything angry about everything (laughs) and i was like you know what it you got it going for you because i mean do we have (laughs) yeah this was uh, this was good they needed to come back um they needed to come back strong yes they did because last season was just a lot and um i feel like everybody was kind of tiptoeing around the situation just because it was like legal shit um was happening um else um but yeah i think it's really good and it was good seeing lisa barlow cry it was cute um lisa barlow and the thing with her son yes that is i mean i don't know if she's having some sort of religious guilt and she's like god i'm such a sinful whore that yeah. my son wants to go to Uganda. Go on a, literally, <laughs> go on a mission. I'm like, just say your kid's going to Africa or the Philippines. And you know what's so fucked up about it? It's like, I would, that would be the appeal for me as a young poor person. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go spread the gospel. But at least I'll get to go to a different country. But like, sometimes you get sent to Sacramento. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> I remember my friend so I went to a Catholic college and we have these things on spring break and it was called like a, like a getaway or whatever. It was kind of like a mission and everybody mm. had like a, a theme to their mission. Like whether it was like cleaning up or cleaning up an area or like recycling, whatever, whatever. But she's from California. She's from San Diego. And bitch, guess where she got placed? No, down the street. Like Catalina, whatever the islands are, Catalina Islands, or which is pretty, but I'm sure she'd already been there a thousand times. Yeah, she's been there a thousand (laughs) times. She was like, I'm literally going home. I was like, Yeah, sorry, girl. We're in Cincinnati, and I'm just like, girl. So she didn't go on her mission. It was funny. (laughs) Yeah, that that whole thing is interesting, and um, you know, I take Lisa's struggles. I've I've taken that on because you know what your kids are only kids for forever a period of time you know so I hope that she gets 
the I hope she gets some guidance. I would like to see all of them in family therapy. I think it would be funny. <laughs> I mean, I think here's the thing. It would I be think, straight out of a sitcom for sure. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just feel like also it would be like very straightforward. Like he'd be like, I don't want to be like famous and like secular. I want to be on TV. Yeah, I don't want to be on TV. I don't care about that shit. I want to like be a Christian. And by Christian, <laughs> y'all know we're talking about being Mormon. <laughs> be a Mormon man the way that I'm supposed to be. And you guys are not. And so I'm going to go seek that. Right. So maybe there is truth in the fact that Lisa is like not really. Yeah. At all. <laughs> Her kids like, no, you guys don't actually practice. So we love them. We love all of that. I'm so happy that you came to chat with me. They can find you. Where can they find you? Just remind them. So you guys can find me on Instagram at Bravo's House Vibes for hilarious Twitter roundups, memes, you name it. We're doing it. And yeah, and our podcast is the same. So we are located everywhere that you will find Brandon. So Bravo's House Vibes with Simone. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. guys give me a five-star rating and review as well. And I will see you next time. <laughs>